Maybe you should pull the fucking trigger. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another week of Hype Train with your humble hosts. We're Ben and Evan. You guys know who we are. How's it going? Week Evan, four. We have to introduce ourselves. It's a Do podcast. We? Everyone, everyone yeah. listens to the podcast. You say, you, you say you're the host. You know, you, you be, have you never listened to a podcast before? I have listened to a podcast. Every single time they say, you, they introduce yourself because there could be new listeners, Evan. There could be. You I, theoretically. Come on. I, yeah. I think, I think my parents may have listened to one episode of this. Uh, which I'm a little concerned. If I had known they were going to do that, I would have, you know. Less F-bombs. Less F-bombs. Maybe, like, one less rape joke <laughs> would have been good. Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think it's fine. They probably won't listen anymore, so. Air horn. We need oh, that, too. Fuck, yeah. I was get... making an air horn motion with his hand, and I didn't really know what it meant. I'm just trying to get Evan I'm gonna... shit together, because clearly someone has to manage this fucking podcast. Yeah, here we go. All right, All you guys right, are welcome. Here we go. I hope you guys enjoyed a little bit of pull the trigger. If you guys don't know, that's a that's a ode to old set guy, settlers of Catan. Yeah, Henry and Tony will know uh, why I that was like, chosen. I feel like everyone kind of knows. Do they? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, uh, I guess maybe pull the trigger was like more of a college just thing. Never mind. All right. Yeah. Anyway, getting into it, boys. This was a good week. Uh, lots of lots of heavy hitters this week for uh, Schaefer Bowl. Um, yeah, I feel like there were a lot of points scored this week, but they were concentrated in a relatively small number of teams. Uh, and we're going to get to some of the some of the teams that scored a lot of points, some of the teams that didn't score a lot of points. It's kind of our thing. We're going to cover all the teams. Evan um, Evan has an Excel spreadsheet open because I do. a little bit of a unfortunate circumstance is that the system has not refreshed, so we do not see you know the live, you know because most of the matchups are already decided, right? Um, yeah, actually, so, I think this Monday night game is essentially worthless. Like, all of the matchups, all seven of them are decided and, and were decided before this started. So, yeah. What, what are we going to start with, Ben? Um, let's start with... Who should we start with? Let's start with... How about, how about Ryan J? Let's, right. let's start with Ryan J. Ryan versus J. Um, Ryan kind of ran away, ran, ran away with it this week. Um, he, he's sitting at a 99% win probability um not 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 quite sure what the system's got maybe he thinks that james mm-hmm. connor is gonna fumble it uh what would the math yeah be so there? ryan is up 13 more times ryan is up 26 points and jay has no players <laughs> left so we yeah, would take 13 fumbles with no yardage gained for james connor in the you know remaining 25 minutes of this game but so, remember last week when it gave Andrew 100% even though, like, Yeah, and it's interestingly not 100% right now. So I think Ryan's going to win, though. I feel pretty comfortable. He's gotten a good week from James Conner. Yeah. He had a nice game from LaShawn McCoy, the high-scoring game yesterday. Uh, I don't know what it is. I, I love the Mohamed Sanu start. Mohamed Sanu is, is one of my favorite fantasy guys because he's, like, totally boring, but he's always going to give you, like, six points. And this week, he gave Ryan nine points. Snoo. Snoo. Yeah, yeah. We, Go Twins. He's got an interesting wide receiver uh, combo, Sanu and uh, Philip Dorsett this week. I actually really like, every time I watch the Patriots, Philip Dorsett feels like he's a big part of their offense. And yesterday he had nine targets and he caught two. <laughs> it's just, it, it's, just it's, it, it's gutsy to start Dorsett over Edelman. Yeah, Edelman um, had some injury concerns, if you remember. Like, it wasn't, uh, they weren't sure if he was going to play until pretty late in the week. I guess it, he's it's listed as chest and ribs. 
And then, like, the whole offense was really bad yesterday. So uh, The way I look at it, like, if Edelman suits up, I feel like you got to start him over Dorsett. Um, that's just my opinion, though. Um, still got Gronk on his bench. Um, let's see. Yeah, Made Gronk old. we trust. He uh, picked up Taylor Gabriel off the waiver wire. Taylor Gabriel was out this week, though, had a concussion. Did the classic Taylor Gabriel thing, though, that he's done the last couple of years where he uh, has two or three games with less than four points, and then he'll have one game where he gets two or three big touchdowns. And yeah. you're like, do I start this guy? I'm not, I'm not sure, but I wish I had Deshaun Jackson because this guy makes Deshaun Jackson look like a safe, <laughs> uh, consistent player. Like, Yeah, uh, Gabriel going for three TDs last week. Uh, one big question that I have for Ryan is when is he going to hashtag free Frank Gore? Uh, the man is putting up numbers as a you know 87-year-old. What did he do yesterday? Yesterday was 14 carries for 53 yards. Uh, sort of pedestrian. Or no, that was a projection. I don't want to read that. Thanks. Yeah, he, he had he had one hundred nine yards yeah, rushing yesterday. Yeah, pretty good against the Patriots. Six point four yards per carry. Yeah, he's got he's got some solid running backs. So he's got James Conner, Shady McCoy, Carlos Hyde, Frank Gore. That's a pretty solid running back qu- qu- quintet. Is that the right word? Did he, did you Quint- say five names? Yeah, Quint- that's a quintet. Qu- quartet. Did you only say four names? Four names. Yeah, quartet. Yeah. All right, there we go. Um, anyway. Jay, this was his first week, I think, without Saquon Barkley. Yeah, first full um, week. Could have yeah. could have gotten better. Um, yeah, it's the, tough. the replacement. We talked last week on the pod about Jay's replacement running backs not being the best, and because he was two and one coming into the week, he didn't have a chance to get Wayne Gallman, who we're going to talk about later. Uh, so he had to start Rex Burkhead at running back. That didn't go well. Like like we said, the Pats' offense looked pretty bad. Burkhead. Zero, zero carries, one reception for seven yards. Not a great week. Jay's definitely going to have to look around some more for running back help. His other two running backs on the bench, Keelan Balaj had less than one point. Jordan Wilkins had less than three. Yeah, I don't think those two guys are helping you very much either. Wilkins, Keelan uh, Balaj. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, Burkhead is not a reliable. Burkhead, maybe you can flex him once in a while, mm-hmm. like when, with bye weeks coming up. But I think especially. I think that's actually a good point. Good, good point by me. Um, you, got, you got bye, we got bye weeks coming up. So like, I mean, even without bye weeks, Jay's running back group is not yeah looking great. I think Jay Jay's probably got to make a move of some sort. I um, think so. Probably maybe maybe take um, I think maybe you got maybe try to find a bidder for Kyler Murray. Maybe yeah, I think that's the move. Maybe maybe pair Kyler Murray with. Oh yeah. Maybe Jimmy Graham. Maybe someone will bite on Jimmy Graham. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to find someone who needs both a quarterback and a tight end, though. You know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, but yeah, I think Jay's gotta Jay's gotta he's gotta react. You know, I, I keep saying you don't want to overreact, but I think Saquon being out isn't. It, I think I read somewhere that Saquon thinks he's gonna beat the timetable, and it's like, but it's like six to. I eight. mean, that's what he thinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a, but he is a young guy. Like he could be back, but he's yeah. not, he's not gonna be back. They said six to eight, right? I so, think they said four to eight initially, and people thought it was gonna be on the longer end of that. So, so let's say six weeks. So let's say six weeks from week. So it was week three. So week, week three. So, so week nine. Week ten or week ten. Yeah. Um. So that's yeah. That's a long time to go without your best player. Yeah, by that time, you know, he comes back week 10, you know, they don't give him a full workload week 10, you know, it's week yeah. 11, week 12, and then yeah, yeah, uh, it's playing, right? So. Three regular season games left or something. Yeah, it could be challenging for sure. And then, um, actually, the Giants have a week 11 bye too, which is no, not, not, great. not great timing. So I'm guessing just given that schedule, they're probably going to bring him back week 12 after the bye. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there would be any point in rushing him. I assume they're going to be out of does, contention. Does, so. do, you, do you trade Saquon? 
If you're Jay? Yeah. I think you think about it. Uh, I mean, if anyone's what? feeling confident enough in their ability to make the playoffs, uh, I think Jay pretty desperately needs you, another starter. If you're, if you're a guy like... So doesn't Tim have the best team? Yeah, Tim. If you're a guy like Tim, but then it's like if, if you're a guy like Tim or it, like Tom is looking pretty good right now. But it's also, but it's also like if you're Jay, like, do you want to enable a super team? Because like that's true. That would definitely be a thing with trading with yeah, oh, people man. at the very top. If you if you throw if you throw Tim or Tom, yeah, because you know, Tom and then Tom has Melvin Gordon and Saquon. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like oh my god, I don't. It's kind of an It'd interesting. It's kind of an interesting development because if, but the thing is like if you're Jay like. Maybe that's the best. Like, yeah, what, I think. Because what, what are you gonna get? What are you gonna get for Kyler? Right? Like, what are you gonna like? Yeah, like at best, like a flex kind of guy. I'm guessing, maybe, which you know would yeah, be an improvement yeah. over Burkhead. But yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking you get like for for Kyler. You maybe you get like Peyton Barber. Yeah. Right. Like, like some right. some someone which was like which like maybe he gets you eight nine points a week, but he's not maybe moving the needle a ton. Yeah. But but if you if you someone. I don't know. Someone might trade. I, someone I could see someone giving up a lot for for Barkley. You know, just oh yeah. Refer- I think you're still going to get a decent exchange for Barkley just because yeah. If he's back for the fantasy playoffs, then you've got oh, that's the number one guy. And that's just, and it's such an interesting gamble because we're so early in the season. If right. You're, yeah. It, if you're if you're Tim or Tom, you know we've seen before things can change very quickly. Uh, you know, you're top of the standings after week four. You know, a couple bad breaks. All of a sudden, you you gave up a really valuable asset for Barkley, and then you you yeah. get a couple bad injuries, and it's an it's an interesting dilemma just from like a like a like a like a risk aversion standpoint, and I don't know. I think it's just really yeah. really interesting. I think it'd be I, fun to see if uh, if Jay tries to deal him. Um, but yeah, I guess maybe that's enough enough talk about uh, yeah the the Ryan Jay matchup. Um, I don't have yeah. So Ryan takes that one, moves to two and two. Jay loses, also down to two and two. It's good, there's a lot of two and two teams. We're right gonna now. have a lot of them. Yeah. All right. What are we looking at next, Ben? Um. Let's see what tab comes up next. <laughs> ben has all of these tabs open separately, so he doesn't have to them well, to I wait think, for them to load, but I, he still has to wait. I for think them. they crashed. Yeah. Shout out oh, to ESPN. No, they, they, okay. It looks like you have one there, Ben. Uh, I have one now. Okay. Uh, Henry, Henry, Ethan. Henry versus Ethan. Really good week for Henry this week, and he's uh, still counting. Tyler Boyd uh, is st- still in play here, but not doing a whole ton. In does, Hen- does Henry still have a shot at the weekly bonus? Uh, theoretically, he needs, what, 12 more points from Boyd so in the second not. half, and Boyd has 30 yards right now. But it could happen. He needs – Gets a touchdown at 60. Well, they're years. losing, right? The – the, the Bengals they, are losing by a lot. Yeah. They're losing by 20. I could see Boyd. They're going to be passing. They're going to be chucking yeah. it. It cut 12 points and a half. Oh, yeah. Crazier things happen. have happened. Yeah. So um, Henry's team this week, I think the big the big thing to talk about is the addition of Wayne Gallman. Uh, we talked last week about how Gallman was going to be a really desirable guy on the waiver wire after Barkley got hurt. And dude cashed in. Uh, I think he had multiple touchdowns. Yep, two touchdowns. Yeah, two TDs. 63 yards on the ground, 55 yards through the air, which is pretty encouraging for to see a backup guy get that much work in the passing game as well. Uh, looks like Gallman's just going to be, you know, 85% of Saquon Barkley for the rest of uh, his timeout, which is pretty useful. Yeah, the, the one thing with Gallman, though, is not to, not to rain on the parade, but coming up he's got Minnesota, New England, so we'll see how... Uh, that could be tough. I imagine... Although who knows with the Vikings right now, but I imagine that that Patriots game they're going to be. I mean they they got from the start. They got a tough. The Vikings they the Vikings they have a tough. Yeah. Montgomery Montgomery did not do a lot. Yeah. Yesterday, if I. Remember, that is true. No, nobody remember. did much of anything in uh, this game yesterday. That's true. Um, 
Will Disley, he's looking. Yeah, I want. I wanted to talk I think, about. Will I think. Disley. I think that's another. Did he just pick him up this week? I think he had him last week too. Last week, uh, a couple of good pickups from Henry Zern. Yeah, Disley. Disley, the last three weeks has had a combined eighteen catches and four touchdowns in three games. Uh, yeah, he's looked pretty good. Um, watching that Seahawks game yesterday, it seemed like Disley was kind of the main guy. Four, did you say four touchdowns? Four touchdowns in the last three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah Disley. Uh, yeah, really getting a lot of targets in that offense and. Um, yeah, looking pretty good. The 2013, that. 2013 Montana Gatorade High School Player of the Year, Will Disley. Yeah, important to know. Um, the Bears defense keeps 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 on giving. The gift that keeps on giving. Um, yeah, man, that was a brutal game yesterday. Adrian uh, Peterson has not been the Adrian Peterson of last year. Um, I can't remember who in our go, league. Go figure. I can't remember who in our league had him last year. I but, think it was Tim last year. Yeah, someone they just you know struck gold and you yeah. know still had a little bit of life left in the legs. Yeah. But well, that, that offense is somehow like substantially worse than it was last year, even when it wasn't good, anyways. So yeah, it definitely did, doesn't help. Did, He's averaging under three yards. Did a Keenum get hurt yesterday? No, they just took him out. Special because they were down like twenty-one nothing in the first half or something, and they were like. We're just gonna. I don't know why teams do this every like PSA to football teams. Like, if you're playing a kind of shitty team, and you think there's still a chance that you get blown out, just put in your rookie. Like, just do it right away and don't do it at halftime. Like, there's no reason that like Dwayne Haskins shouldn't have been getting first team reps in practice this week to like prepare for the Giants. Get get him like a nice landing spot. Now he's probably gonna have to start. They're probably gonna start him this week against the Pats. That's gonna suck. And then week six they get the Dolphins, which well, is the, nice thing. the other thing with that is that you kind of tip your hand, right? Like if they had if they had rode out the game with Keenum, the um, who, who does the who does Washington play next? New England. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. god, they play the. Pick. I mean, they had no chance do, for that, anyways. I mean, like, we, but the thing is, like, do you? I don't. I don't think you want Haskins you, first. Start you to don't. Be you, the Patriots, I was just and now gonna, that's kind of what you're up against. I right? think. Well, they could start McCoy, Colt McCoy. I think that I uh, think McCoy's hurt though, isn't he? Uh, I don't think McCoy is available. Uh, I be- I believe he's still out. Um, I think that I think he's healthy. Okay, there is a question here. It says in the mix to start this week. So I yeah, think maybe should, Colt McCoy I, is. I don't think you let Dwayne Haskins. He's the future of the franchise. I don't think you let. Uh, yeah, but the guy's first though. start. Like, like if you don't want it to start against the Pats, why put him in against the Giants? <laughs> like they had, they had a choice, and he looked really bad yesterday. Well, see what see what you got. I don't. I guess if you're gonna see what you got, then put him in against the Pats. I mean, you know, you got you got to pick a side here. I think. Anyways, enough talk about the Redskins because they're not relevant at all. Um, uh, other things about Henry's team, he had a pretty good week. A lot of high scores. Fournette had a like an 88 yard touchdown run or something, and Adams had a, a nice bounce back game on Thursday well, night. He, I think you're kind of Adams had a really really nice like yeah, 180 he was, yards. <laughs> he was all. I mean, he was all over the place. I mean, yeah. I was watching that game at JJ's. We're not we're not sponsored by JJ's, but okay. I'm just plugging JJ's anyway in St. Louis Park. Um, but you know, Devonte Adams. I feel like Devonte Adams owners are were pretty nervous about yeah. his performance going into that game. And uh, what was it? Ten receptions, hundred eighty yards. Like, yeah, still does not have a touchdown this year, which is shocking to me. Like Adams is such a good red zone guy that. You always figure. Well, I think Rodgers is kind of losing it a little bit. You think? <laughs> <laughs> At Joe. Uh, no, we'll get to Joe's Twitter rant of the week <laughs> later on. Um, but anyway, uh, closing thoughts on Henry's team. Um, Sony actually, Rick- yeah, so this is Henry's first win, and it was a big one. Uh, actually, like two of the three high-scoring teams this week were Nick and Henry, or the two high-scoring who were uh, – also, two of the 
winless teams coming in. So kind of nice, uh, nice turnaround for a couple. Yeah, years. Um, Sony Michelle still do, being piss average this year. Like yeah, he's, Michelle's been um, really disappointing. Um, uh, let's see, Golden Tate comes back, not because Giants are on bye next week. Or no, 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 Giants are not on bye. He comes back next week. Yeah, he'll be yeah, back yeah, next week. Comes back yeah. next week. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe Henry flexes him. I don't know. Adrian I think there's definitely a chance. I think, He's a better I think, choice I, than Adrian Peterson. Yeah, I think you got a flex. And I think the Giants are playing someone bad. Oh, no, the Giants are playing the uh, Vikings. I take it back. <laughs> could be kind of a rough matchup. He could start John Ross. That's always kind of an... Oh, he'll have Mike Williams. Well, Mike Williams is hurt, though. Oh, he is hurt? Okay. He didn't play. Just like, just like every other Chargers offensive player right yeah, now. Right. Um, back. Back injury. That's yeah. not great. I, that was kind of a late-in-the-week thing, I mm. think. Um... Daniel Jones kind of came back to earth. He was a he was a sexy yeah. waiver Ooh, addict a couple a, a couple weeks. <laughs> Danny Dimes, uh, more like this quarterback that we all shat on for months had one good game, and then it turns out that he might not be that good yeah. all the time. Um, Shocking to me. Let's see what what went wrong with Ethan's team this week. Um, did Marlon did Marlon Mack just get hurt in the middle of the game? That's uh, what I'm I don't guessing. think so. They they were just down really big early, and Mack can't catch the ball. So like he he. He has four catches on the year. So, like, yeah. if they're not running the ball, he's just not going to do yeah. anything. I uh, guess Ethan could technically still win this game. Uh, t- he, he has, he, yeah, te- he, technically. He has Juju. He has Juju, and he needs, like, 40 points. Uh, yeah, I think a disappointing week for Ethan's wide receiver combo, uh, Odell and Juju, combined three and a half points right now. Juju's not done, so he could do more four things point. and make us look stupid when you listen to this. But Odell had a rough week, like, weirdly, in a game that the Browns scored 40 points. Odell Beckham had two two fantasy points. Kind of a rough uh, rough game for him. And Juju, in a game that the Steelers are winning by, by 20 right now, only has 15 yards. Well, that, I mean, that's just a fun... Both of those guys are just functions of... I mean, I guess I didn't watch the Browns, but I feel like both of them are just functions of game script. I feel like the Browns blitzed the Ravens, and they the, got... Up. The Browns one was weird. Uh, it was like a close game until the end, and then they just got a couple of long touchdowns. And, All right. Uh, oh, did you did you, did you see this thing? Odell got, like, choke slammed by that Ravens <laughs> I guy. I did not. So, um, I, so, I think this is the thing. Now that I think about it, it wasn't, it wasn't game script for Odell. He was just getting shut down by this mm-hmm. this Ravens corner that I've never heard of, but apparently is good. And this is like in like this deep into the like third quarter or something. He um like starts like they do like the classic wide receiver corner just kind of grabbing each other's yeah. uh the front of their and then Odell's kind of trying to connect on some punches and then Ravens guy literally just like chokes him and then like Odell like tries to like squirm out but like guy is literally just like choking Odell on the <laughs> ground and a ref is standing like. Like two feet away from it, and then like after like five seconds of this Ravens guy just literally choking Odell, like uh, another like player and another ref like came over to like kind of break him up, and I was like, mm. is this ref just gonna like let him die? Like I was like pretty confused, but yeah, I think Odell was just kind of frustrated from getting shut down all day. Yeah. Um. And, and Landry, I think the other things like Landry had a great game. Yeah, he so, had like hundred and eighty yards um, or something. It's kind of like you don't know if it's the chicken or the egg, like. You know, maybe Odell was getting shut down, but maybe just Landry was just the hot hand. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, I think kind of another discouraging sign for Ethan's team is O.J. Howard, despite the Buccaneers scoring 55, uh, only put up 33 yards. Howard has really not been a big part of that offense, uh, especially because Mike Evans and Chris Godwin have been so good. Godwin had. Godwin, Godwin went bonkers. Yeah, I don't know he what had this like is. like a dozen catches for like 160 yards or something. Yeah. And like multiple touchdowns. Yeah, Godwin had an awesome game and Evan was Evans was quite good too. It 
seems like O.J. Howard is the pretty clear third wheel. And I know Cameron Brait, uh, the other tight end there in Tampa Bay, actually had a touchdown yesterday as well. There are, there are a lot of touchdowns to go around. They scored 55 points. So. Yeah. Um, closing thoughts on Ethan's team. Um, Tony Pollard had like 100 yards last week, but nothing this week. I think it's pretty clear that, you know, unless it's garbage time for the Cowboys, you're not going to get anything from Tony Pollard. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but still maybe worth the handcuff if Zeke gets hurt. Yeah, yeah that's right. That offense is just too good. That offensive line is too good. Right. Um, the other thing, Matt Stafford, he had a solid week, but he's on bye next week, and we all know about Ethan's mm. QB troubles. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see. Who is Ethan going to start at QB? What? I'm excited for the potential. Like, Does anyone have Gardner Minshew? That's no, Minshew's a free agent. Ooh, he's, Ethan, Gardner he, Minshew. He's, That's he, you, babe. Well, I, we'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll see. I don't know if I'm going to get this up in time for... Uh, Ethan to hear it before waiver That's true. I just hope that he will do it. I also, I also don't. It might, I don't think it's super great form to release this before waiver claims because, because like, what if someone really likes Gardner Minshew and then we say Ethan pick up Minshew and then it's kind of like tampering like that one time. So okay. like we don't yeah. want to. I don't know. I don't know. I think people should get credit for listening to the pod as soon as it comes out. So I'm that's true. That. I'm definitely um, that. Yeah, other people on by or not on by. I, he's probably gonna pick up Garoppolo. Garoppolo is a pretty yeah. obvious choice because he's on yeah. on by this week. And they're playing the Browns, which they're not that good at defense. So, but yeah, it's pretty right. much Garoppolo. I guess who are the Raiders playing? Derek Carr could, has been playing sort of well, at least in real life. Has he though? Real life. Fifteen and fif- fifteen and fifteen. Okay, they're playing the Bears too. Rip. They're Rip Derek Carr. They're playing Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take take Gardner Minshew. Just do it for the memes. Yeah. Uh, Can we talk a little bit about Gardner Minshew? Yeah, he's, not? He, he's not on anyone's team, so we kind of... Uh, Gardner Minshew led a late drive uh, against... Who were they playing yesterday? The Broncos. It was Tebow-esque. It was in Denver. It was, it, this, this guy, like, what can you say? Like, the, the guy was limping around. Like, uh, he, got, he got chewed up on some this last-minute drive. Um, got his ankle all chewed up, but was leading his team down the field anyway. Yeah. Um, Josh Lambeau kicks a last-second field goal to give... Uh, Jacksonville the dub and you see the legend of Gardner Minshew just hobbling onto the field to celebrate with his kicker. Yeah, um, he had a little post game post game press conference in some f- funky colored buff. Uh, Where's buff? I feel I feel like I feel like this guy is just he he's untouchable right now. Uh, he, the, the, the guy is walking on water. He is he is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Like I, I don't with, see with a mustache. I mean, look look at like, look at the stat line uh, from week from week one. He's got 17, 18, 17, 16. I mean, consistency. Wh- what more could you ask for yeah. from a quarterback than that kind of consistency? Consistency. Oh, um, God. <laughs> I, I'm speechless. I'm just right. this guy is just unreal. Should we uh, transition to the next game then? I'm excited to talk about this one. Uh, we've got Andrew versus Joe. A real pillow fight if I've ever seen one. 54 to 43, final score. Dorf takes the victory. He's going to move to 3 and 1 despite having been, I think, the second lowest scoring team in the league. And Joe moves to 0 and 4, the last winless team. Uh, I mean, rough week for both of these teams, but Dorf pulls out the W. What do you, what do you see with Andrew's team right well, now? Well, my first reaction is, fuck this game. Like, <laughs> I, I, A combined I, 97 I, points. I know this, this kind of stuff happens every week where. You know, someone who scores like the fourth or fifth highest points happens to be playing someone in that mm. top third or whatever. And that was me this week. So when I ben. when I put up one oh four and and took the L by a lot, because <laughs> I forget who I I played Nick and he killed yeah. me. We'll get to that later. 
But uh, when I see this 54 to 43 snail fest, just like, oh, man. It's yeah, just, just a rough week for both of these teams. Uh, Josh Allen, who's starting for a dwarf now at QB, had just a horrendous game against the Pats. Well, he, well, he, he got three picks, and then he got injured. Well, when did uh, he, when, at, what, at what point did he I get injured? I believe it was, like, late in the third quarter, like, early in the fourth. I guess he... I guess and he, then uh, Barkley came in and threw another interception. It was great. I guess he had time to be in the game to throw three picks. So yeah, I guess. right. He was in it for the majority, uh, and he didn't look good doing it. But that, the thing is, like, New England will make you look like that. Yeah, like, I, d- definitely, definitely. This is also Josh Allen, and he's just going to look like that sometimes, you know. Not all the time, but some of the time. Yeah, I and think, uh, a rough read for DeAndre Hopkins too. Only uh, two points. Well, he's had he's had a like. Is it time to get nervous about DeAndre Hopkins? I don't know. I'm, I I can never get a beat on the Texans. I never understand that team. It feels like they should always be way better than they are, and here they are. They're two and two. Uh, Is like, Hopkins this, the kind? This odd results. Like they've beaten the Chargers, <laughs> but they just lost to the Panthers with Kyle Allen. Like Hopkins, yeah, having a weird year. Well, he 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 went bananas in the first week, and then yeah, uh, the last three weeks, forty yards, no touchdowns; sixty yards, no touchdowns; forty yards, no touchdowns. It's like, well, eh, yeah. I mean, you have, gotta, did he have a fumble? Uh, yeah, it looks like he must have. Yeah, forty-one yards of fumble. Uh, yeah. No, 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 he threw a pick. Oh, yeah, he threw an interception. <laughs> yes, that was it. DeAndre Hopkins threw an interception yesterday, which is just a little chef's kiss, like, on a bad fantasy week. In a different in a different world, Andrew loses because of that. Oh, man, that uh, would have been very funny. Um, pretty savvy Eric Ebron pickup, though. Um, he was starting Kyle yeah. Rudolph. So I got to give Andrew a little shout-out. He, 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 after flexing Kyle Rudolph last week, he wisely dropped Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. Um, has a normal tight end now. We say we say savvy Eric Ebron, but he put up like the single most Eric Ebron performance that I could imagine, where he had one catch, but it was for a touchdown at forty eight yards. Like Eric Ebron, just like I guess this wasn't a vulture touchdown, which is kind of what he does, but just like a touchdown magnet. That guy. He's still like Ebron's the kind of guy where I feel like he'll get you five or six points a week, kind of a guy. Yeah. Uh huh. Just because like Jacoby Brissett, I feel like is the kind of guy he's not gonna. He is very touchdown dependent, though, especially with Doyle healthy. Uh, I mean, he's not going to be a huge yardage guy in this offense, I don't think. Yeah. Playing, playing the Chiefs next week, though, so that could be. A good it was match. just kind of one of those weeks for Andrew. Um, Ronald Jones is probably the one bright spot. Uh, I'm, I might have to start. Yeah. I might have to start walking back. Ronald Jones, I think, was inactive for like almost every game last year. Yeah, he had like eight um, carries or like something. A bunch of bunch of healthy scratches, but so I was like, this guy is probably just really bad and like poor scouting, etc. But. He's he's had he he's had a good year so far. Um, yeah, the Bucks seem a little bit unclear as to which of their running backs they actually want to play more. Because I know in week two uh, they had played Peyton Barber more than Jones, but it looks like that the tides have kind of turned on that one. Jones had 19 carries and a catch yesterday. I know Barber also had a touchdown. I mean, they scored 55 points. Like they had a ton of points to give out. I think it's I think it's probably going to be a, like a 50-50 hot hand kind of thing. Yeah, that's like, what I it don't, seems like. Which I don't, is always tough to rely on. I, I don't, from, from what I have seen of Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones, yeah. like, one of those guys is not going to run away with the job to the point where mm-hmm. it's like a you know, one guy is clearly the one, and the other guy is kind of a relief guy. Yeah. Um, Could be sort of a tricky situation to figure out, though, because, like, if they are doing that kind of switching off just willy-nilly, and also just the Buccaneers' offense is very up and down. Like, you're going to get games like yesterday where they look amazing, like one of the best offenses in the league. And you're going to get games like their first couple of games this year where they just look absolutely terrible. So The one tough, the one tough thing about Andrew is that he had to uh, f- flex a waiver wire guy because look look at his bench. 
Yeah, the bench the is bench, pretty decimated. Bench is, bench is tough right now yeah, for Andrew. We got Damian Williams, Cam Newton, Vance McDonald, and Tevin Coleman are all hurt. Coleman's also on bye. Uh, and Kareem Hunt is suspended, which leaves only Duke Johnson as his healthy bench. Not to nitpick, but like probably flex Duke Johnson. He probably right? should have yeah. flexed Duke Johnson. I actually kind of wanted Duke uh, when he came up on waivers this week, or not on, like midweek waivers, I think it was. But I didn't have anyone to drop because uh, Williams was ineligible to be dropped. So, so yeah, I think Duke, Duke played pretty well yesterday. Is Evan, is Vance McDonald the kind of guy where uh, Andrew clearly needs help at other spots? Like, do you drop Vance McDonald? He has, I think now that you have he, Ebron. He's got a, when you had Kyle Rudolph, yeah. you, probably didn't, you probably wanted to hang on to McDonald. But I think now that you have Ebron, like, uh, it's – he needs he, I think he you, just, you need the help like mm-hmm. uh, it's yeah uh, it's, maybe it's, or maybe do a two maybe do a two for one and drop McDonald because like, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's no there's no one on the waiver wire that's gonna get you a ton but I think it's the kind of thing where yeah. if you can if you can it's it seems like we're kind of unsure as to how long McDonald will be out with this injury I guess it's a shoulder uh they traded the the. They did trade for Steelers. Another tight end. I don't think the Steelers traded a fifth round pick for Nick Vanette last week. So it's the kind of thing like, you're not going to do that if you think it's going to be like a one or two week thing. Yeah, right? I guess like, this also says though that like earlier in the week, Tomlin had expressed optimism about McDonald's ability to play. So smokescreen. He ended up not practicing at all. Yeah, it's, so it's, like, a, it's a smokescreen. But they're not putting him in IR at least. Yeah. So. I think Tomlin's a smart guy. He's not going to tip his hand. Um, I love Mike Tomlin. All right, we want to move on to Joe's team? It's kind of a steaming pile of trash that is Joe's team. Um, can we promise to spend no more than a minute okay. on Joe's team? Uh, the one thing I want to say is that Joe, with his early season vendetta against Geronimo Allison for being disappointing, if he had started Allison instead of T.Y. Hilton, who didn't play, he would have won this game by less than a point. So that's all I have to say. To, to be fair to Joe, though, the the tough thing about that is I guess, I guess I don't know Ty's injury. Was it like a? I, I feel I, like it came like it surprised me, but I'm also. But not. It's, cause it's the kind of thing where like you kind of get fucked a little bit because it's like if you think Ty is like fifty fifty, that's kind of the million dollar mm-hmm. question. Like if Ty is fifty fifty, maybe Geronimo hasn't been looking very good. So you you know because yeah. well, Geronimo played put, on Thursday, right? So that's too. what I'm saying. Geronimo yeah. played Thursday night. Okay, looking at it now, though, I guess Hilton actually initially had the injury during week three and then did not practice at all this week and was listed as doubtful. So at least later in the week, it was very clear that he was not going to play. And even on Thursday, it probably should have been sort of clear. So was, I just assume Joe the, isn't paying that close of attention. Was to the, this. the doubtful tag maybe would have been Friday? Uh, yeah, I think they do. They the, do injury tags on Friday. Yeah, so, so I, it's the kind of thing where I don't. It's the kind of thing where Joe definitely should have to be to be critical of Joe. Like once you once you learn that T Y is out, like swap swap him for Kiki Cutie, right? Like you know, like clearly he should have done that. Or yeah, or Allison. Like it would have been tough. No, to no, trust no. Allison no I mean point. like I mean like Allison at the time. Like, oh yeah, because because yeah, sure. he, he played it. Thursday. Yeah. So I think, as of Sunday, when you learn that Hilton is not playing, he put in QT. You right. got two more points. It wouldn't have mattered, but... It, um, it could have mattered, though. Yeah, like, it could have. Um, yeah, I think Joe is really hurt by uh, the Saints' offense being not great right now. He's uh, He's got Teddy and Elvin Kamara. Uh, I mean, Kamara was, like, okay yesterday, but not really Kamara. 
and Bridgewater yeah. was bad. Yeah, uh, Kamara, they, and they won the game. So I, this I feel is like going to win ugly. I feel like if you don't get if you don't get at least twelve with Kamara, you're disappointed. Oh yeah, kind of a thing. Sure. You just with those to- with that top tier like Kamara, Barkley, right. and McCaffrey. given the rest of Joe's roster, he just needs that from Kamara. I mean, oh yeah, Meekle did not. None of the none of the Chiefs wide receivers really did anything. Yeah, um, it doesn't seem like it. Despite them scoring thirty points. Well, Mahomes um, did not have a passing touchdown, so that makes it. But yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I don't have much else. Uh, quickly, Joe's Twitter Twitter rant of the week. Uh, oh, Joe's Twitter rant of the week. Uh, should we have a drop for that? We probably should get one, but not right now. We gotta. It should probably be like a. We should probably not do this on air, sort of thing. Oh, okay, fine. Anyway, um, Joe only had one tweet between the last recording and this recording. It was a Saturday late night, early morning, one a.m. <laughs> tweet and it is at Aaron Rodgers 12 is the best QB of all time don't at me this is funny because <laughs> the Packers played on Thursday and this was a this was a Saturday morning or Sunday morning 1 a.m. I really Saturday like, night I really tweet. like just imagining Joe you know out in the streets of Chicago having a good time just thinking thinking about his QB thinking about his QB one and just sending off the tweet to the world professing his love for this man uh, I'm happy for him Joe when you have a second if you could send in the group me, uh, just like a like a five line context, maybe five. I don't just whatever the context is of this tweet. Like where you were, like how drunk were you? Did someone in the bar like get you upset because they were like talking about the Bears or something? Yeah. Like I just kind of want to know where this came from. Like why was it not at Matthew Berman? Um, I just want to know if you if you send a little blurb. Um, maybe I'll demo you like a quarter or something. Wow. Huge. That, that's my, that's my, that's my, uh, that's my pitch. All right. Uh, the next one I've got is Tim versus Quinn. Uh, the matchup of the two, uh, unbeaten teams is pretty exciting. Uh, but the game itself was not exciting. Uh, Quinn kind of got steamrolled here. Tim putting up his like very standard nineties or above. Uh, and really this week, actually Tim, Tim's team was sort of bad, except for Nick Chubb, who was very, very good. Uh, Chubb put up 36 points. The rest of the team only put up, what is that, 55 thereabouts. So Would you say that that was full Chubb? Oh, I, I was absolutely full Chubb. Uh, yeah, he had, what, like an 88-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter. He had two other touchdowns, 165 rushing yards. Man, yeah, the dude went off. Yeah, this was the this was the matchup of heavyweights this week. Uh, it was kind of, it was so kind of, you know this this was the prime time matchup, right? You had yeah. two you had two the two undefeated teams going head to head. Quinn's team they're kind of like the West Coast team that has to go to the East Coast to play a noon noon kickoff, and they're just s- sleeping. Um, Mark of the Beast, 66.6. Yeah, that's um, not a good point that's, total. That's not what you want your first loss of the year to be. Um, is is it downhill from here for, for Quinn's team? I mean, I, the, the writing is on the wall, well, clearly. So, so I think, actually, you know, if, if you look at the bench especially, Quinn could have had a much better week if he didn't make some, to me at least, pretty baffling lineup decisions. Uh, I don't know why he started Nelson Aguilar over Chris Godwin. Aguilar put up a big old donut on Thursday night, and Chris Godwin went off for 29 points. So if you just, like, make that swap, which should have been fairly obvious... Right there, Quinn wins this game. Oh, that's all he needed was to make one lineup decision, and he, it flips this twenty-seven point loss into a win. So, uh, does, does this mean that Chris Godwin 
is the Antichrist, or does it mean that Chris mm. Godwin no, is... No, I think it's Nelson Aguilar, actually. Chris Godwin is Jesus. Mm. Okay. Oh, oh, Godwin. I, I see what you're doing there. Ooh, look at that. Wow. That was good. Nice. God nice. God, win, God did not win. God this, did not win this. this yeah, couldn't finish with six, we're six, six we're, points. But that's what he gets for benching Godwin. We're on another level right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think, you know, it's hard to win when you put up Nelson Aguilar with zero points and Demetrius Harris, who Quinn insists on starting at tight end because, quote-unquote, he's the tight end whisperer. Uh, Demetrius Harris did not get a catch yesterday, put up zero points. Uh, Quinn is starting Alexander Madison for some reason against the Bears defense. He put up one point instead of Tariq Cohen. Like, I, I don't understand some of these line positions. I think, I think, I think uh, the Alexander Madison, not that Tariq Cohen has had a great year. He has not. But if, it's, the kind of th- it's the kind of thing where if you think that the Vikings are going to blow out the Bears at Chicago to the to the tune of where <laughs> Madison, Madison Madison gets some run in the game. If it's a like for like or, or Tariq Cohen, like at least Tariq Cohen gets you know a, a quarter of the snaps mm-hmm. or something like that. It's yeah, I don't, it's just a, it's just a classic like not really paying attention move. Yeah, um, well, and so you might ask yourself, wait, why is Quinn having to choose between Alexander Madison and Tariq Cohen as his RB two? Like, why does he not have better? running backs uh and the answer is because he traded miles sanders to ben for nelson aguilar uh this week which is odd because quinn is pretty much stacked at wideout he's got brandon cooks he's got mbs tyree kill chris godwin emmanuel sanders he's very set at wide receiver he did not need nelson aguilar who's worse than all of those players and he kind of needed miles sanders who is much better than his uh, other backup running backs to be fair to quinn <laughs> Quinn was texting me. Ben last. is in a generous mood. Quinn, Quinn was texting me. He was like, "Yo, Ben, you gonna upload the pod soon?" I'm like, "Nah, nah, fam. I'm busy. This is last week. You know, maybe like Tuesday, Wednesday, or some shit." And I, I was like, "You know, Quinn, I'm kind of busy. Sorry, man. Blah blah blah. Um, probably not gonna upload it until like you know Thursday or whatever. Blah blah blah." He was like, "Nah, man. I really need to get through this shift at work. I need something to listen to." He just needed one more. And, and I was like, "All right, if we make a trade, uh, I'll grease the wheels on this uh, on this on this production." You this, could say it was a quid pro quo, actually. I think even grease payment is like inherently mm-hmm. like a. I feel like I learned about that in business school. It's like yeah. It's like a. It's like a. He's read the news it's, right. It's now. like a. It's like a kind of corrupt thing, but not really. But it is kind of corrupt. Anyway, so we made a deal, and 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 then I and then I uploaded the pod. Is that a bad? Am I am I am I a bad person? Yeah, you're basically Trump, and Quinn is the Ukrainian president right now. Similar thing, I think. Am I gonna get impeached? Maybe impeach as podcast host. Ooh. Who? Ooh. Who? Am I Tate? <laughs> Ooh, am I... That is Tate. Rip. If, can, if can, anyone... I, can we say a quick thing? Evan and I listened to this one college basketball podcast, and Andrew also called One Shining Podcast with Mark Titus and Tate Frazier. Tate Frazier is no longer with the show. He left the ringer. Rip. Rip. Uh, just a quick plug, because he was part of our inspiration for starting this podcast. Indeed. Shout out to Tate. Love that guy. All right, Ben, you got any other thoughts on this matchup here? Um, not really. This, yeah, Quinn, Quinn just kind of made some questionable start sets. I mean, I think, I think he'll learn from his mistake next week. He's yeah, going to start Godwin over Agor. I think he's still got a lot of talent on this team. Um, Rivers is going to put in work. Mixon's going to put in work. Cooks. Um, Sanders, Tyreek, uh, uh, Godwin. I think clearly, clearly he since that Miles Sanders for Aguilar trade, he's probably gonna have to ditch one of these wide receivers for a running back, apparently, so that he yeah. doesn't need to start either Madison or Tariq Cohen. Um, 
Which he probably should have done anyway. You know, like, he probably should have traded one of his wives to start running back anyway. Yeah, or just not made the trade with you, and then he wouldn't have had to. Yeah, Yeah, honestly, he, like, if I'm being, like, if I'm being real, like, he should not have made that trade. But, like, I had, I had just picked up Aguilar off the waiver wire, and I was like, I was like, do you want Aguilar? And he was like, dude, I'll give you Miles Sanders for him. And I was like, okay, cool, great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, uh, like, if he, if he wants him back, like, I, I would. I would trade him back. Like I don't really. I, Miles in like he he's such an RB two flex kind of guy. Yeah, he's very he's, flexy at least per, at this point. Oh, you could say he's yeah. almost perfect for Quinn's team. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah, Quinn, hit me up if you need it or if you're running <laughs> running back or something. I'll I'll we'll throw you throw you a bone. Maybe grease the wheels on this pod getting uploaded. All um, right. Uh, at any rate, uh, the follow up from that game, Tim is gonna be the only undefeated team. He's gonna be four and zero and. Quinn moves down to three and one. I think he'll be in third place after this round of games. Yeah, man, Tim's team is just. Yeah, I don't want to talk that much about Tim's team because I'm very afraid of it. Yeah, that's fair. I, he, it's like a he who must not be named situation. Like, he puts up ninety three, and it's like obviously a lot of it's Chubb, like, but it's like yeah. Tom Brady only. Tom like, Brady had four like, points. Like, yeah. like, like Tim could have conceivably had like if he had gotten normal weeks from Brady. Gotten a couple more points from Watkins and Fitzgerald, and like the Ravens, uh, and the Ravens, shat on. Yeah. the Ravens, he doesn't get negative one like the Packers yeah, D he did. Easily had like hundred twenty. At Packers yeah. D, got negative one at Joe. Um, thanks a lot, oh, God, the one time. Um, anyway, but yeah, Tim's team pretty pretty good. I don't, yeah. I, I I agree. I don't really want to talk about it that much more. Uh, do we know when AJ Green's coming back? Uh, I don't really think there's a timetable, which is pretty concerning. Um, the Bengals are also not looking like they're going to contend, so I don't is, think there's any reason to rush him back. Or, and does he want to come back to a team that's shitty? Like, yeah. Um, You'd think that he'd at least want to like show that he can still play. You know, um, Curtis Samuel, probably not doing great because of the whole Kyle Allen thing. Um, Cam, As long as Cam's out and Kyle Allen's being Kyle Allen, I don't know if you can start Curtis Samuel, um, especially with the options that 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 uh tim has um austin hooper had 13 austin hooper is hooper's been playing pretty well and and that was no touchdowns it was 130 yards he's Um, he has had i've i read some stuff today about hooper doing some prep for this because i take my job seriously um austin hooper 77 yards 34 yards 66 yards um 130 yards he's he had two touchdowns last week, but none this week. Um, he's as far as the tight ends go that are you know out there. He's 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 tight end six. This is probably last week though. He'll probably move up to like tight end four or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Hooper's kind of been that guy where like for the last couple of years it's like oh yeah every three games he does well and but you don't know when it's coming so you can yeah never start him. But um, now that I mean, getting some more consistency, Tim, the Falcons are only throwing too. So yeah, and that's the other thing. That offensive line is so shitty that I feel yeah. like that's probably well, the whole. Been that's too. well, that's the whole thing, right? Like if you're Matt Ryan, you got fucking two seconds to throw. Mm-hmm. Like every time, it's just gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna dump it to Austin Hooper six yards down the field. Um, so it's kind of thing where where Tim's four and zero, oh, and he's got a good Austin Hooper sitting on his bench and. I feel like Tim's going to start dangling him to someone and someone's going to bite on it and give Tim a, another halfway decent yeah. running back or wide receiver and then we're all going to be dead. Fair. Um, that's, yeah. pro- that's probably what's going to happen. Um, yeah, Austin Hooper, 11 targets last this, yeah. this week. Um, pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, that's about all I got. We can move on. Yeah, let's move on to Tony versus Tom. Uh, Tony uh, 
Lost by 40. He did score 69, so that's pretty nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, I, I gotta say, Ben, I think we should establish a policy of just not talking about Tony's team until he shows that uh, he knows how to log into the website. Uh, because he left Le'Veon Bell in his lineup. He was on by. Uh, and you might think, huh, I, you know, he could have just plopped in a, a running back from his bench. Why didn't he do that? Oh, wait, he doesn't have any running backs on his bench. But wait, who was in his flex? Oh, a wide receiver. Oh, wait, they're all wide receivers. <laughs> he has nine wide receivers and two running backs. One of the running backs was on by, and Tony just doesn't care about fantasy, I guess, so he just left him in. I don't want to talk about this team. It's not worth it. I'm just going to plug myself last week for saying he was going to forget. But then I also kind of hedged and said he's usually good about buys, which he's, I guess he's not. Apparently he's not. No. But I, I, yeah. I, I, called, I called Tony not remembering. Yeah. Um, I think what we could say, instead of talking about Tony's team, we could point out that um, Eden Prairie's football team, who Tony helped, helps coach, uh, lost to Wyzetta. Um, Wait, they lost? Rip. They, uh, homecoming Friday on Friday Ooh. night. So, uh, That's what they get for scheduling homecoming against Zeta. Tony, Tony, Tony coaches the nine A team and they won, but nice. the varsity team well, won. Yeah, at least uh, first, uh, first time since twenty twelve that Eden Prairie lost to Wyzetta. Really? Which was my wow, was that's my, surprising to me. My that's senior, a really long time. That was my senior year. Wow. Um, because they, I can't remember. I think Edina was our homecoming because we lost to, yeah, because we lost to Wyzetta. And they lost like three games that year or something. They lost two or three. Um, Tony would know. Yeah, um, probably. So they lost homecoming, and I think they, I think that was not against Wyzetta because the last time. Yeah, I think that was the last time we lost homecoming too. Um, from what I from what I've done my extensive research on the history of Eden Prairie football. Yeah. Um but yeah, Tony, why'd you lose homecoming for our senior year? That was so shitty. I remember being at that game, I was like, this is the one football game I'm gonna go to my senior year, and then Tony fucking gets like eight false starts and just <laughs> fucking blows the shit out of that game. Um Right. None of that. None of that was true. Mo- moving on to Tom's team, uh, Tom keeps riding the Pats D and a few other good performers. Austin Eckler was very good in his last week as a starter. Uh, yeah, Pats D is like the best fantasy player in the league right now. Uh, I, I just think it's funny that this whole pod is just me going off into some stupid tangent about something dumb, and then Evan's like, "All right, let's reel it back." We're in. still at forty five minutes. <laughs> like, I, I swear, like before this pod, I was like, "Ben, let's keep it to forty five minutes," and Ben was like, "All in agreement." And then here we are. We've got like two and a half more games to cover. You've enjoyed. You, you've enjoyed. It. I think this has been better banter than you, last week. But, you, you've enjoyed. It. Yeah, um, but the past defense is good. Austin Eckler is good. Lamar Jackson is good. Do we want to talk about that trade, uh, real quick? What trade? Ben, you know what trade. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, I remember seeing last week, it was Thursday or Friday or some shit. I don't even remember. I remember seeing, like, oh, Melvin Gordon is, uh, like, might come back, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking the last year when I had Lev Bell, and they kept saying this every week, and then he never came back. So I was like, let's see what's out there. And Tom and I had agreed from the week before, or when, when Antonio Brown got suspended, I was like, yo, Tom, you want to trade me AB? And he was like, I don't know, like, blah, 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 like, give me your best player. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> um, and we, were, we decided to wait until the following week to, you know, talk about trades and stuff because, I don't know, AB got cut like two Fridays ago and it was like a whole thing. So then we started talking about AB and it was like, we weren't getting anywhere because Tom still values Antonio Brown like he's... You know, the playing. yeah, like he's not employed, employed. like he's not a free agent. Um, and I was, and to be fair, my offers were pretty lowball. It was, I think I was like, Hey, do you want like this guy I just picked up off waivers? Um, 
so then the conversation got on Tom Azos and Eckler. I had just seen this headline that morning. I think it was Thursday morning or something that Melvin Gordon was about to come back. So I start fishing. Oh, like, oh, Tom, you want Melvin Gordon? And so then we kind of got into the talks, and then it turned into a little QB swap, Lamar Jackson for Jared Goff. Um, Lamar Jackson's having a really good year, but I kind of wanted to sell high a little bit on him. Mm-hmm. Um and then McCaffrey, obviously McCaffrey for Gordon. Um, I still think Gordon, when he's fully healthy, he's not quite at the McCaffrey tier. So yeah. I got obviously, and so then obviously later in the day, I think it was maybe Thursday night that we agreed to the trade. And it was literally like a half hour after. We, we agreed to the trade at like 5 o'clock. And I think it was like 5.20 or 5.30. It was official Schefter or um, uh, the other guy. Um, Schefter tweets that he's coming back. It's official. And I was like, Oh, Tom, you got me. And it was uh, funny because obviously the week before, Tom had traded for Antonio Brown moments before he uh, had gotten cut. So it was kind of like the week before, Tom. Um, we, Tom came, we came full circle. Yeah, we came full circle. That was a good way to put it. Um, it was tough because if I had known about the Melvin Gordon thing, probably didn't want to have to give up Royce Freeman and Demarcus Robinson too. But um, I don't know. It's just kind of those. It's the kind of thing where I'm not quite in the same position as Tom was in because like, I still got McCaffrey. So. Yeah, it should be interesting to see how this one plays out because I think, you know, McCaffrey is a little bit better than Gordon, and I'd say Jackson is perhaps more than a little bit better than Goff, but like they're not like Goff isn't bad. Although they're maybe prob- he maybe he is. They're probably but. the same. They're probably the same tier, but like Lamar Jackson's just at the top of the tier, and Goff's at, Goff's at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we'll see how it works out. I think actually, like weirdly, a lot depends on Royce Freeman. Like if Freeman becomes like a reasonable flex guy, then I think Tom probably wins this deal. But if he doesn't, then I think it's pretty darn even. Well, now that we now that we know that Gordon is back the whole year, right? Yeah, like right. I think I think that's, like, that's <laughs> I do like how that, you, you saw you saw a, a rumor that Melvin Gordon was coming back soon. You interpreted that to mean that he was not coming back <laughs> soon, and then traded him, and he came back like immediately. Because, well, because, well, the whole the whole thing started with it was like nine at like nine a.m. Um, uh, Schefter Schefter tweets that he might be coming back, and I was like, I've seen this, I've seen this this show before, and so I was like, I I interpreted it as I got to hit the iron wall that's hot with, as far as like hope, because mm-hmm. there was this whole thing about the Chargers were saying that. Uh, they weren't they weren't negotiating at all and it seemed like we, you hadn't heard you hadn't heard anything about it for a couple of weeks i was getting a little nervous and yeah it turns out the chargers didn't really have to negotiate because melvin gordon just came back like with his tail between his legs in the same contract well cuz he had. well cuz he had to and people and people yeah, i don't um, know why he held out just to be and just, and just to be clear it was it, this was different than the Le'Veon bell thing or at least and, the, and this was the other thing like the media was saying this is different than the Le'Veon Bell thing but the people but the media got the Le'Veon Bell thing wrong yeah, last year last year the media was saying Le'Veon Bell's got he's got to come back by week 8 he's got to come back by week 10 he's got to come back by week whatever otherwise his contract doesn't toll or whatever but the media had all that shit wrong and so they were saying this year well Melvin Gordon's got to play at least you know x number of games for his contract to toll so he can be a free agent next offseason but it's like who who the fuck really knows if the media is right about it this time? Yeah. Um. So it was the kind of thing where Evan made the Evan made the funny text to me. He said, uh, "So maybe just don't get involved with these players next yeah, year. Yeah, like <laughs> it's not that hard to avoid having like the one guy who is holding out in preseason. You know, just uh, just don't pick them. You know, you won't have to deal with this. That's a it's not a bad point. Um, but there's just something attractive about having having it on your team. <laughs> yeah. Because you know? I don't know you. 
Ben loves being that wild card. You know? It makes it makes the game fun. Anyway, so that's enough about my team. I think I think like Evan said, now that not well, so now that we know Melvin Gordon's coming back for the rest of the season, which was not known at the time of the trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think yeah, I agree. If 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 Royce Freeman is like a solid guy, but that's a, that's a big if. Like Freeman didn't have a great year yeah, last right. year. I mean, last this past week. Freeman, neither Freeman nor Lindsay really did anything. I think it's that's going to be kind of like a similar thing to Tampa, where like the Broncos are zero and four. That they're going to be passing a lot. Royce Freeman is not the passing down guy. It's more Philip Lindsay. Yeah, he can kind of uh, do it. Too, he, can, he can kind of catch yeah, a little bit, but but they're going to be throwing it. Flacco's going to be throwing it to Sanders and Cortland Sutton. Sutton's had a great year. Um, I think yeah, I, I agree. Like if Freeman can be a solid flex guy, and Gordon does you know, Gordon things in that, in that second tier of, of running back. Um, I think Tom's got the trade, yeah. but Tom just, he Tom just always does that thing where he trade rapes people. Um, you just can't control that guy. Um, remember that one time Tom fucked me in a trade and it, everyone vetoed it. Oh yeah. I recall. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty great. I wish maybe someone had, maybe someone should have said something about this one. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Sour uh, grapes. All right, let's move on to my game. With Can I just point out that that was bullshit? No. Uh, let's move on to my game with, All right. with Connor. Uh, another good week for my team. Pretty happy about it. We don't need to talk about it because, like, I'm the only one that cares about my team and I'm already here. But, like, yeah, we did well. I was just going to say, before we get to your matchup, should we mention that Tom still has Antonio Brown? Or is that not worth talking uh, we'll about? We'll talk about it next week if he still has him. we gotta, we got to keep it rolling here, Ben. So what about your team this week, I mean, What did you notice? What went well? What didn't uh, go Kerryon well? Johnson had a really good game. Uh, he looks like the bell cow uh, officially in Detroit. Uh, let's see what else. I don't know. It was just like a good solid all around. Like nobody it was like a huge standout. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of decent performances. Uh, ever it seems like wasn't it a couple weeks ago where the Lions dropped uh, C J Anderson? Yeah, they cut, they cut Anderson a couple weeks ago, and it seems like Carryon is really getting the full load now. The one issue, the one issue though, is he did have that goal line fumble that pretty much cost them the game. Yeah, um, I don't think so that they're overly worried about that. Like he didn't, th- he didn't stop getting the ball after that. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's tough when you lose by like they would have beaten. They also the, like that like, cost them the who, game who though. The hell like, else are they going to give the ball to? Well, that's like, the thing. Now that they cut CJ Anderson, right. they're not going to give it to him on the goal line. But it's annoying watching Lions games because their other running back is also named Johnson. He's Ty Johnson, so you don't really know which is which when you're watching. Isn't he a bigger guy? I don't know. He's never really on the field, so it's usually just carry on. Well, because I don't know. Just I thought he might have been smaller. This is see. this is a little bit of um, this is a little bit of narrative street, but uh, Matt Patricia, the pencil behind the ear, Detroit Lions head coach. He does come from the Bill Belichick coaching tree, which means as soon as the guy fumbles, you bench him for <laughs> like done. four games. Yeah. <laughs> but but the Lions um, are not nearly deep enough to do that. So <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. They're not the Pats. They only have four running backs. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, besides that, I mean, yeah, your team just had a solid week. Um, I mean, you probably wish you could have a little more from Josh Gordon with um, Antonio yeah. Brown being out, but I don't think tough match. I don't think they had to pass a ton. Like, uh, yeah. Well, they just they actually passed kind of a lot. It was like over forty times, but they were just kind of <laughs> on offense. So mm-hmm. part part of me wonders if it was. Um, if it was Edelman or Gordon that had that one, uh, Gordon had Tre'Davious White. On was it Tre'Davious White? The yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tre'Davious White. I had to figure it was kind of a tough matchup. Yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of like a tough go for him. Yeah. Um, 
Mike Evans, Mike Evans and, and Jameis sitting on your bench, that's kind of tough. But uh, Yeah, I can already tell now that I'm going to have a tough time picking between Jameis and Matt Ryan a lot of weeks. It's, and that's, that's just a tough call. It's just like... Yeah, now, that, now that Winston appears to be good again. Yeah, they're, they're definitely in that same, like, Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan, uh, like, Phillip Rivers... I would I would put like all those guys kind of together. Yeah. Um, who else? I think Jamal Williams had that tough hit Thursday night. Yeah. Jamal Williams just got like first series it, of the it game. It just yeah. it, it just one of the bigger cheap shots I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm guessing the the Vikings fans that listen to this they probably won't think it was a cheap shot. But um, as someone who is an unbiased observer of of football, um. That was not. I don't know who that Eagles guy was, but he was a piece of shit. Like uh, I think it was Derek Barnett. He he, well, Jamal was getting stood up, three yards down the field, um, on a little dump off from Rogers, and you know they're doing the thing where they kind of just are jostling for position. Nobody's really going anywhere, and the defensive end just like from behind the play, right, like a few a few yards away, just lowers his helmet right into Jamal Williams, and just like. Doesn't and doesn't even get ejected. Like yeah. it's the kind of thing where they they review this play and you know I'm 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 gonna get on a, a rant. Maybe this is the time for the Vontae's perfect rant. Yeah, perfect had that hit on Jack Doyle this week, and perfect goes and you know gets suspended the rest of the year, which I'm a big fan of because I hate Vontae's perfect. He's had about uh-huh. five of these in his career where he's just a headhunter, piece of shit, and the NFL finally grew a pair and suspended this guy for the rest of the year, but. Uh, that that Eagles guy better get some sort of a suspension too. Like it's it's the same it's yeah. the same mm-hmm. thing. Like I don't and and they reviewed that play and that guy didn't even get ejected. It's it's pretty despicable. I just want I just want to say our, our our podcast is about player safety. You know we don't want these. I don't. I'm never when I'm playing someone's team. You know I'm not I'm not cheering for guys to get injured. You know these are these are real people at the end of the day. Um, I just, I'll, I'll I take just, like a I'll take like a foot injury or something. You don't want the head, you know. Everyone can keep their head. And in the now, now I'm gonna appease the the Vikings fans. In the words of that Saints defensive coordinator, uh, Bounty Gate guy, Greg uh, Williams, yeah. hit hit the head, the body will die. Yeah. Great, great, just a great soundbite from a quality human being. Yeah. Um, All right. Do we want to talk about Connor's team? Not really. Really, you're 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 out. Connor Connor's actually been very good this year. Has uh, he though? Yeah, he has the third mo- or second most points in the league. He's at four hundred and twenty points after scoring sixty nine. Oh week, yeah, which is like the, a nice combo. Oh yeah, the auto draft thing. I remember that thing. Yeah, we're like we're like he should take credit. Blah blah blah. Yeah, this is the week where you don't take credit. Right. This yeah. is the, this is the week where you say this team was auto drafted. He did have sixty nine points. That does get a nice. Yeah. Well, um, so he scored sixty nine points to get to four hundred and twenty points on the year. Wow! Look at that numerology. Explain, explain me that. Who was but, the other one that had sixty nine points? Uh, Quinn. Or no, he had sixty six, and then Tony. Uh, Tony had sixty nine. There's a lot of numbers this week. Oh yeah, Quinn had the kiss, the mark of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the kiss of death. The mark yeah, of death. Not that. Mark of the beast. Um, no, mark of the beast. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, kind of a disappointing week for Connor's team. Julio Jones uh, only went for fifty three yards, despite Matt Ryan throwing for almost four hundred. Yeah, don't, I mean you can't be worried about you can't be worried about he's had Julio's long term now. Well, Julio's had a great year. Like you know, he, 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 I don't know what his exact numbers have been, but he's been. Yeah, fine. he was wide receiver two coming into the week. Yeah, so. don't I, you don't worry, don't worry about it. even the great players. Like it's different than a guy like Hopkins. Like Hopkins has had like a few weeks of mm-hmm. like. Is there something going wrong? But yeah. Julio, he's had a fine start. Like every good player has a little blip. Um, 
But besides that, Connor's team, there's not really... Yeah, there's not really anything. No. I feel like all of these guys performed sort of how I would expect them to, which is why it's a little weird he only wound well, up with 70 points. Well, so the thing is, like, nobody... Like, nobody... And nobody went nobody, nobody dudded, yeah. right? Like, there, yeah, there not, like, like nobody did super poorly, and, and nobody did super well. <laughs> so yeah. that's how you wind up with 70 points. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Um... Yeah, like even as I guess, what what the fuck? Why did Dak only have seven and a half? That game yesterday was just oof. Um, yeah, and they only scored ten points. So yeah, I don't. Connor still has Robbie Gould kept him through his bye. You gotta you gotta keep that. Did we kicker, have a backup did, kicker? Did we have a? Bet I think on... we did. I think I I think I've won like all of the bets that we've had this year, but I think I won that one as well. The people at home need to be keeping track. My of bet this. is most like my bets are all cynicism. Like I'm also on the record saying Tony is not going to win another game this season, so doing well on that, uh, on that score as well. Yeah, I, and also still has and Andy Isabella is on the board this year though. Look at Andy Isabella. Well, because Kirk got hurt, so Isabella could theoretically get some targets. Maybe, <laughs> who knows? Well, Someone's going to have to. Well, catch coming all into of this game, there was a there was an alert on Andy Isabella's player profile. It says. Uh, Time stamped Friday at 3.30. Isabella will be the number five wide receiver Sunday. Oof. I, Oof. <laughs> number five? Isabella. Like, at least this is an air raid offense, so they actually play five wide out sometimes. <laughs> but, like, number five. Against the Seahawks with Damier Beard hamstring. Yeah, Damier Bird. Damier Bird hamstring. So he, he needed someone else to get hurt to become so the this, fifth wide receiver. No, so this, this, this implies that he was the sixth was wide sixth. receiver behind Damier yeah. Bird. On a team that also often plays David Johnson at wide receiver. <laughs> that's, that's tough. That's tough. The, 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 there are teams that don't carry six. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like a lot of teams. Like, like the, the Cardinals only do because they're an air raid, you know? Uh, yeah, that's rough. And Isabella, but he did get uh, his, what was that, his first NFL catch this week? Well, that's what I was going to say. He's on the board. He had five yards, yeah, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah. Well, wait, no. It wasn't a catch. It was a carry. They wait, gave him what? one carry for five yards. Probably a jet sweep, some shit. It must have been, I guess. Yeah, I was not watching that game closely enough to find the one Andy Isabella play, but proud of him. One thing I will... first touch. I do, get, I do have to give Andy Isabella a shout, though, because uh, he went to UMass and well, that's pretty. Wild. We are we are recording this pod. He's a white guy who went to UMass and made the NFL. Well, and he was a good wide receiver. You know, like a white yeah, wide he, receiver. He put up a ton of yards in college, didn't he? I'm sure. Like I'm sure. Oh, he, like, you don't go to UMass and make it to the NFL unless you put up a ton of yards. Yeah. Let me look it up. But keep talking. Are they? Are they? Are they FBS? Uh, yeah, they are. Uh, they play, They used to play in the MAC, but they're independent now. Oh, FBS independent. Uh, yeah. Annie Isabella, his senior year in twelve games at UMass, put up seventeen hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns. <laughs> Oh, this is interesting. In his senior year of high school, Isabella won the state title in Ohio in the 100-meter dash, beating fellow sprinter and future Cleveland Brown cornerback Denzel Ward. Wow. Speedy boy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, We are recording this pod in my room, uh, and I'm currently looking at my wall, which has a UMass Minutemen (laughs) poster on it. I forgot this is in here. So I've got to give him a little bit of a shout-out for that. Yeah. all right, Ben, do you want to move on to uh, the last matchup of the week, which it happens to be yours? We saved the best for last. Yeah, and I mean, no, the high when scoring. I, when like, I say best for last, I mean Nick Rodebush's team, family first. <laughs> he's gonna he's getting the bonus this week, right? 
Uh, yeah, let can, me... Can yeah. we get a quick score update yeah. on Henry's? Henry, yeah, not gonna do it. Looks okay. like Boyd has not done anything since we last talked about it. Yeah, so it's tough. I mean, I scored 104. It, 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 that I is tough like to lose with over 100. It's, yeah. it's, it's the kind of thing where I feel like, I, I feel like I'm a broken record talking about these moral victories, because, you know, participation... Trophy. One and three for Ben. He's well on his way to his standard two and five start, and he'll roar back to the playoffs, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I mean, I... I, I, I when we're talking about my team this week, I'm not, like, obviously, like, I wish I could have had a little more from Keenan Allen, but he's been so good this year that, like, I can't be too hard on the guy. It's just, what 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 killed me was if, if Keenan Allen gets me, you know, 10 more points and the Packers don't score a negative, you know, we make it a ball game. And, mm. you know, it's, it'd be, you can't be too upset when your team puts up 104. Like, yeah, it's, right. yeah, it's, it's the kind of thing where you just, you know. Yeah, McCaffrey had a great day. Robert Woods, a nice bounce back. Yeah, it, I I think that's 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 kind of the biggest takeaway that I have from this game is that Robert Woods was not having a good season going into this game, but against Tampa, that high scoring forty to fifty five loss for the Rams, um, Robert Woods, Bobby Woods, Bobby um, Woods, Bobby, our bo- our boy Bobby Woods had a uh, thirteen catches. 164 yards. It's definitely good to see him and Goff had three picks in this game, but yeah. Um, so Goff Goff played very bad in real life, but pretty okay in fantasy. It's the kind of thing where I'm just I'm 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 hoping that they can just start to right the ship a little bit, and maybe they're on their way. Um, 13 catches on 15 targets. I, I like I, I I'm happy about that. Um, McCaffrey had a good game. Um, I'm happy about that pickup. Um, it's it's yeah. I think it's you gotta just tip your cap sometimes, you know? Yeah, you know you know that gif that, that gif of that kid tipping his hat to Derek Jeter. Yeah. Um that's 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 what I'm tweeting at Nick right now. He he had a good week. I mean every player every player popped off. Um I gotta I gotta give a little bit of props to T J Hawkinson. I've been we've been we've been shitting on Nick's homerism, you know. Yeah. Um unfortunately Hawkinson got hurt. Yeah, he got uh, he took a pop he took a pop from someone. Well I, he actually uh he tried to do the thing where you jump over the guy and the guy like kind of caught him and then he basically fell from like, you know, six feet up in the air and hit his own head. So let this be a lesson, kid, to you kids. Uh, don't try to jump over NFL defenders. Yeah, guys if you're are, a tight end, guys are trying that too much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think like he, T- yeah, did T- get a touchdown grab. TJ Hawkinson. I was so mad when I saw. Well, I I will say if it means anything to Nick, like I I I cussed when I like because that was towards the beginning of the game. Like, uh-huh. I, I, it was maybe like the second quarter. Like Kelsey wasn't doing a ton, and I saw Hawkinson got that touchdown. And I'm like, that son of a bitch is gonna outscore Travis Kelsey, and then I'm gonna have to talk about it on the podcast. Yep. And here he, we are. He and he totally, did do it by point two points. Yeah, outscore Kelsey. Kelsey needs to get his fucking shit together. Like, I didn't fucking spend the tenth overall pick on that guy to score fucking eight points every week. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, next team. I mean, like he had a, he pretty, had a great week. Pretty Nick, much everyone had good weeks. Yeah, like even Gurley Michael, had, even Michael Thomas in that shitty ass Saints game. Yeah, put, put up nine point five. Had had nine point five. Yeah, Jarvis um, Landry had one hundred and sixty seven yards. But then it was tough. He got a concussion too. Yeah, he, right. Yeah. yeah. So Nick, uh, the bleeding could have been worse. Like, yeah. Say, I don't know when Hawkinson got hurt. I, I think Landry's was towards the end of the game. Yeah. But even those guys could have. Nick could have maybe gotten closer to one forty. Right. <laughs> well, or even yeah. if he had like say started Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard had almost thirty points on his yeah, bench. Like, I, I don't know if I don't, he necessarily I, should have done that. That's hindsight like, twenty twenty though. Right. Like, yeah. Because because like saying there was a lot of points to go around here. Well, because you're not gonna. I mean, well, because if you start Jordan Howard, you're not gonna start him over Carson or Gurley. You're gonna yeah, put him right. in the flex. Then you don't get Landry's points. So, yeah, right. mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but it's still thirteen more points. It's yeah, like, that's yeah. true. Uh, um, and and 
Nick's team was winless. Like, he was 0-3, uh, although I think that was probably worse than quality of his team, and that, that was pretty clear after this performance. I mean, yeah. his team is, is probably going to be, uh, at least in the playoff discussion here going forward, it, it seems like there's too much talent here for, for him to be uh, an 0-3 type team. I feel like Nick is going to go into a mild form of depression by having to look at Kirk Cousins sitting on his bench behind Aaron Rodgers because the Vikings are just yeah. in a little bit of turmoil right now. With Adam, Thiel, Adam Thielen called out Cousins. Um, wait, who has Thielen? Uh, I wanted to, or I was thinking about talking about it when I, I feel saw. like we didn't, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, like we, I just realized we, I feel I'm like I'm going to go look it up for I, posterity, but I would have, uh, I would have brought this up probably when, if we had talked about Thielen. Cause uh, he, Jay has Thielen. Yeah. He had six yards yesterday, but he hadn't actually been that bad in the first couple weeks of the year. Yeah. So I don't yeah. I mean, cause, and so Thielen went Thielen bitched to the media about, um, Kirk cousins <laughs> cause it. he only had like two catches on like four targets or mm-hmm. something. Um, but he he gave a little bit of a shout to Dalvin Cook though, because he said he said like we have the best running back in football, but you can't expect to run a, a, up 180 yards every week or whatever. Yeah. And it was Hot like take, not the best running back in football. No, I liked it. I liked it though. It was like a little like he slid it in there a little bit. I could see top five. Uh, Cook's he's been ha- playing pretty Cook's well. having a great year. Yeah. Like he think, might he might actually be like yeah in I that think, top tier of yeah. guys this year. Like yeah yeah, I would take McCaffrey and Kamara and Barkley over him, and then maybe not anyone else. But yeah. He's pretty good. Um, God, Noah Fant also outscored Travis Kelsey. Fuck off! Oh yeah, he got a touchdown. Oh, I got a fucking, I got fucking two catches for ten yards and a touchdown. Like, give me a trust the process, Ben. Give me a fucking break. These fucking Iowa piece of shit. Evan, Nick is just smirking his fucking face off. Nick, if you want to trade for George Kittle to replace T.J. Hawkinson while he's injured, I got you. It just corner the market on Iowa tight ends. It could be, it could be really. I'm beautiful. gonna remind Nick that he, he's starting a Green Bay Packer over the Vikings quarterback because <laughs> Kirk Cousins doesn't know how to read a defense. Um, Corey Davis had 15 points. That's a little good little bounce back from yeah. Corey Davis. Um, I'm interested to see what Nick does with him because how confident can you be starting any Marcus Mariota? Yeah, it's always hard. hard. Like, like, when is he ever going to start Corey Davis? Uh, maybe it's just more of a depth by week kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, um, he, yeah, he's kind of just a guy you have in your bench. Like, he's better than the top guy in the waivers, right? That's fair. So. Um, CJ Anderson, currently a free agent. Yeah, still on the bench um, here. Kind of interesting. Although, not listed as a free agent on ESPN. He's still listed as being on the Lions. So yeah, this is that. where we draw the line. <laughs> yeah, ESPN <laughs> sucks. Um, All right, Ben. We got anything else? I got a couple games that I want to talk about in Week Five. If you're ready, I I am I am born ready. Okay, so the first one I want to talk about is Tim versus Tom, a matchup of the top two teams in the standings. Ooh. That's gonna be pretty exciting. We got Tim coming in at four and zero, trying to keep the undefeated dream alive. I don't think we've ever had anyone like even get that close to finishing an undefeated season. So it could be fun to to have that going. But he's got to go through Tom, who's the top scoring team in the league by a pretty substantial amount. I'm pretty excited for that game. Uh, the other one that I am very excited for, it's what we've all been waiting for, the battle of your loyal co-hosts, Evan versus Ben, week Ooh. five. Huge rivalry week for us. Uh, I'm pumped. Uh, I'm not feeling super great about my team's chances. I just feel like, I mean, it would have been a very close game this week. I would have won by less than a point. But, you know, you, n- you never like to play a good team. I just want to point out that my projected total uh, – at the time of recording, is exactly one point. Yeah, right. Uh, it's but, going to be very close. Um, uh, wait, is that what you just said? I thought you just said this week. I, this week I beat uh, you yeah, by yeah. less than a point. Oh, okay. You're projected to beat me by one point. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tight. 
Yeah, it is uh, going to be tight. We've, we're also, we've also got stuff where, like, the, the Twins are in the playoffs this week, and that's going to be... I'm going to be very tight butthole <laughs> until they get eliminated, and maybe for a little bit after that. And then... Maybe we're gonna I also forget have to, to set, deal maybe with that versus Ben. I'm not going to forget to set my line up, <laughs> but I'm going to be, you know, tense. Tense for a while. Yeah. Twins versus Yankees. Can't wait. Let's see what other matchups we got. Um, Henry got his first week win this week, right? He did. Yep. Um, as did Nick. Yeah. Um, they're matching up next week. Uh, one of those guys is The two gonna, highest scoring teams that, in the league. Right. From, from this, uh, this week. week. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting matchup because those guys are both going to be one and four. The loser will be one and five. The winner will be two and four. They're both going to be one and three. So, yeah, the loser will be one and four. The loser will be one and four. The Mm -hmm. winner will be two and three. Yeah, which is a big difference. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of an interesting... That's one to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. We got Andrew J. Quinn Ethan. Yeah, Uh, pillow fight of the week. Tony versus Joe. Oh, oh, God damn it. (laughs) So... One of those teams is going to win, and oh my god. Yeah, I want to see um, Joe get a win, just to keep his spirits up. Yeah, like you said, Tim Tom, I think that's going to be, get your popcorn ready for that one. Yeah, I'm excited um, for that game. But yeah, I don't I don't really, I'm trying to, I was going to say something. I forgot what it was, though. Oh yeah, the Ben-Evan matchup. Evan said rivalry week. Uh, that made me think. It begs the question, why is why is Ben Evan, you know, your two esteemed co-hosts, how could two co-hosts of a fantasy football podcast not be rivals against each other? Um, I think it begs the question of a little bit of uh, corruption on Evan's part. If Evan wants to talk about me grease paymenting Miles Sanders out of Quinn, I want to talk about Evan conveniently playing Joe in week 13 every fucking year. It's a traditional and I, rivalry. And I have to play Andrew Eldorf, who actually tries. It's a traditional and rivalry. I mean, I can't. I don't make the rules. You do make the rules. You decide who the rivalry pairs are. I want there to be a little bit of more oversight on this. I think we need to... We can switch it up for next year. We I, could get uh, Joe versus Rye Guy, maybe, and uh, me versus you. Yeah, we could switch it up a little. Evan's bit. feeling the heat a little bit, it sounds like. Um, I think I think we need a little bit of a, you know, I don't know if it would be think tank or like a commission. I don't know what the right governance yeah. word is for this. We just have everyone fill out a poll of the of the matchups they think are the biggest rivalries, you know. And yeah, match everybody up in pairs and then we uh, combine the results and yeah, that would be good. I, I it's funny cuz I I'm, I'm saying this for my for my own like I definitely yeah, yeah. I definitely do care about beating you much more than I care about beating Joe though which which is definitionally a rivalry so like yeah it is kind of funny I kind of that would be too tense though man I'm not sure that we can handle a week thirteen game between <laughs> oh, the two of us man where we're like both like climbing to get into the playoffs or whatever that could be rough that, that could be rough. oh god that be that would be wild um I just I'm gonna quickly check out who. It, the Lions and the Dolphins will be on by next week. So get, get all, all of your, your dolphins, all of your Miami your Dolphins out of your lineups. That means uh, uh, no someone one. who maybe has Kenyon Drake. Uh, I would imagine they're not starting Kenyon Drake. They're not starting Kenyon Drake. Or I think it's Joe has Kenyon Drake, and yeah. I don't believe he's starting him. No, he's not. So, yeah, I don't think there's a single Dolphin in the starting lineup right now. It's probably for the best. Yeah, uh, yeah rip that team. Yeah. Um Evan's got a couple of Lions. I do have a couple though, Lions, so. so Ben picked a good week to match up with me. Carry on Johnson's going to be sitting on the bench. Yeah, okay. Well, I better uh, I better be ready to uh, capitalize this week. Yeah, you better. All right. Well, 
That's about all I got. Um, oh, ooh, I almost forgot. Um, talked to a little bit to our good friend Ryan Stewart before the pod. Um, Ryan very maturely as a you know as a um, sort of foil to to Joe. Um, instead of calling me out publicly, uh, well, Joe didn't call me out publicly, but he, it was semi publicly. He texted me. He changed his team. He texted uh, he texted me in a group chat. He was like, "Yo, Ben, I should have gotten called out." Blah blah blah. He was just being a bitch, um, and. <laughs> Yeah, I changed his team name. Ryan texts me um, a couple hours ago because we've been recording for a while. Yeah. Uh, he says, he says, yo, Ben, um, still don't really get the um, Thursday Night Flex thing. Can, like, can we talk about it? And I was like, yes, Ryan. Like, that's, like, so nice. Like, I hate how nice Ryan is. Uh, so we called up Ryan. We chatted for a little bit. You know, kind of went through the whole thing. Like, oh, yeah, you know, if something happens later in the week, got yeah, more. We don't like to cover this. Blah, blah, blah. We already covered this. I know. No, 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 no. But I'm getting to the the whole point was at the end of the conversation, I said, Ryan, do you want to give any shouts on the pod? And uh, Ryan, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. And Ryan said, yeah, um, shout out Corey. So Corey had his had a Eden Prairie homecoming. His first homecoming. First school dance. Corey Stewart, all grown up now. That guy yeah. is... Quote from Ben Lattimore, his date was kind of cute. I I will not deny that I said that. Probably um, 14 years old. Maybe 15. Probably 14. Probably 14. Yeah, she's probably... Fall. Yeah. Um, but it, was, it wasn't like... It was not like... A, Evan's kind of... Um, he's kind of... The tone was not like... It wasn't skeezy. I, Evan, Evan I just said... I did, I did not say kind of cute. I said, I said like... Like oh, I like cute. It was like it was like a you know it was like much more about like fatherly, yeah, fatherly cute uh, than yeah. like a than like a oh damn girl you know like I think that needs to be clear that the the tone was different. Um, Ryan can confirm that. I know he will. He's a good guy. Yeah, he'll we, take. We can only hope that Corey was getting some. Uh, <laughs> Corey's a tall drink of water too, though. Like oh, that, yeah. tall, dark, and handsome. The girls have yeah, got to be all over that for sure. Um, who who would have thought we'd be talking about Corey Stewart in our podcast? Uh, Any, yeah. Anyway, I remember I remember being at Ryan's house and I was junior in high school working on that BPA paper and Corey Stewart's like in a in like first grade or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> that was wild. But I guess that was you know you think about it, that was seven years ago. Seven plus one is eight. 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 Oh, eighth grade. Nine. Something like that. He was second grade. Oh, wait, no, Whatever. Wait, no, it was eight years ago. Never mind. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, Corey Stewart was young. Now he's old. Now he's 14. He's going to be graduated before we know it. And all those jokes he made about getting slammed at Corey Stewart's grab party. Um, yeah, they'll be a little they're, too real. They're, they're kind of reasonably. Like, we're closer to that yeah, point kind of. in time than we were. I'll be like, I'll be 29 years old when Corey graduates high school. So I turned 25 in like a month. So yeah. it's like not that far away. Yeah. Is that bad? No. We're all getting smashed at Corey's grab party, right? Why not? Yeah. Will there be Claw? Will, will we still have Claw in 20... What, 22? Probably won't. Who knows? I don't think it'll be... 2023. Class of 2023. Is that it? Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 2023. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. Jordan year. <laughs> 2023. God. All right. Uh, I got nothing else. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I remembered that Corey thing. Ryan would have yeah. killed me. That's true. Um, anyway. All right. Clear eyes. Full heart. Can't lose. Thanks, guys.